Hi and welcome to the first episode of Slices, the Deep Dish Swift podcast. On this podcast, we'll be chatting with the organizers and speakers of the Deep Dish Swift conference. We're Kai Marlin and we'll kick things off with Josh Holtz, the organizer of the conference. Oh, that's me, right? Is this where I say stuff? That is you. Welcome. Yeah. That is where you say Thanks. stuff. Welcome, Josh. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Great idea here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for organizing an entire conference that we have a reason to record a podcast. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> uh, so I think we'll get to, we'll have a lot of questions about the about the conference and I want to chat with you about that. But first, we just want people, uh, I think many people already know you, but we do want to just have a quick introduction um, of you. So do you want to just tell us uh, where you're from and where you live now? Yes, quick introduction. So uh, I'm Josh Holtz, and I'm from Chicago. Uh, I don't live like in Chicago. I live outside of Chicago a bit, but generally Chicago area. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, I think many people know that you're doing, you do a lot of stuff. Uh, so how would you summarize uh, what you do in your day-to-day job or uh, hobbies or everything? Revenue Cat is my day-to-day job. And uh, I, I do... Uh, I originally got hired there to do SDK things, uh, but I've woven my way into back-end, front-end stuff, uh, anything that, that, that I can kind of get my hands on for IAPs <laughs> and subscriptions uh, there. But the team that I'm on there is uh, the team that deals with anything on the app stores or Google Play. Um, so uh could be SDKs, could be APIs that we're dealing with, uh, supporting new... Uh, features that uh the sdks need um so that's kind of what i do in my day-to-day job that's awesome anything cool that you shipped recently um anything uh i i we had a hackathon day and i shipped dark mode yeah. so that was oh that's awesome that was fun that's cool uh not huge but something that i wanted on there for a while uh right now we are working on a huge migration of the android sdk uh, for Google's newest billing client, uh, which was a a pretty hefty change. So I've been doing Kotlin for the past uh, oh, wow. past month, which don't tell anybody. I kind of I kind of <laughs> like it. I kind of <laughs> like it. But that's a different yeah. that's a different topic since we're talking about Swift today. But yes, <laughs> I mean Kotlin is very similar to Swift. Though, do you find that that similarity is? helpful or do you find that to be almost throwing you off no, as you're it switching is, between them it's too similar where it's throwing me off <laughs> i think like <laughs> syntax wise it's fine but there's so many different little things in there like there's no if let which is oh, just a whole yeah. different mindset so uh but it, it it seems like it has a lot a lot more intricacies to it maybe so like i i i don't know what's out there yet i googled so many things uh, but it seems pretty powerful. A lot of nice built-in uh, things that Swift doesn't really have or have yet. Uh, and I've been enjoying my time. Uh, Android Studio took me a lot much longer time to love. I actually do enjoy it now that I've been using it for about a month straight. But uh, yeah, it's 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 fun because I'm kind of working on different stuff every single day. Android, iOS, uh, Python, cross-platform stuff. So. Uh, it's it's fun and it keeps me focused like on our goal, but I can kind of like switch between different things when I n- need a nice change here and there. Awesome, because I don't I don't just do one thing very well as 
we know. I <laughs> need to have multiple things in my life. Uh, speaking of, you're probably also pretty well known for Fastlane. Yes. Yeah, that's what I still... I That was my 9 to 5-ish a year or so ago, but uh, uh, needed a small change, but I'm still doing that. Uh, not as much lately, uh, but we do have some core team that uh, that does help out. Um, but yeah, that's still still going strong do that in mornings nights sometimes during the day <laughs> if we need a change uh for ourselves for uh for stuff um but yeah uh still doing that i mean there's not much not much there the app store is still there google play is still there they change <laughs> things fix things so uh trying to keep everybody everybody's <laughs> ci's uh uh from from stopping i guess <laughs> So when you're not writing Kotlin and Ruby, <laughs> you're yes. also organizing a conference. Yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Uh, I got bored during my paternity leave. Uh, <laughs> wait, did I start it after? Before? Hold on. I started it before. About a, uh, my wife was actually eight months pregnant at the time. And uh, <laughs> wait, are we starting with how this started or how much? Like, can Wherever I go deeper? Wherever you want the story to start is where we'll All start. Right. All right, yeah, yeah. So we'll just we'll start with I guess how 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 deep how deep Dish Swift got started. Uh, yeah, that's going it. back a little bit, I uh, I was I was at 360 iDev um, this past year, and mm-hmm. I love it there. Like it's it's great. Three days long, just devs all over the place, just talking. Like you learn so much, meet so many people. It's a great environment. I had to cut this year short because my wife was actually going through contractions. Uh, so I ended up leaving after the first day after I talked. Oh, um, and I didn't have enough. And <laughs> That's I'm, some dedication and I was to like, your talk. Oh yeah. Uh, well, mm. side note: she was going. She actually had like she had, she was having contractions for four weeks. It was it was oh, a whole thing. Okay. So like it wasn't like, I mean, I made it. I made it there for like two days, and I was like, I need to come back home. But I came back home. And uh, I was like, I didn't get enough. Like, I want more conference. And I want one, like, in Chicago. Chicago hasn't had one since 2019. So um, I was talking to some friends. And I was like, guys, I want to start a conference. And uh, they're like, do it. And I'm like, well, okay. I guess I guess I'll do it. And, like, in my head, I want to start one for, for years. I bought joshconf.com uh, yeah, back in, like, 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to start a conference for Josh's or to start a developer conference (laughs) that was based upon things that I enjoyed. I didn't really know, but... As much as I like the idea of JoshConf, I think the Swift conference probably has a wider audience. It does. And slightly more focus. A lot of... Yeah, uh, JoshConf would be just a hot mess. So I didn't want to... I didn't want (laughs) to ship that one. Um, But uh, yeah, so like I I, want to start a conference and I'm like, it it seems like a lot, but like... 360i dev is here and like i'm already sidetracked and whatnot but then the next day i found out that it was 360i devs last year and like that was heartbreaking because that one's been going on for over a decade something like that amazing and just to see kind of end felt weird because like there was no more u.s conferences there was so many so many in europe there wasn't i don't think there were actually any planned for north america uh because swift toronto was also on uh on hold and I'm like, well, I, I, I can't, I can't let the like North America scene just kind of pause. Like it didn't, it didn't feel right. So uh, I was talking to some friends, and I was like, I wanna, I wanna start this, but it needs a good name. Like I can't, 
I can't start something that <laughs> doesn't have a good name. And like, I didn't want like Swift Chicago because like <laughs> Chicago is a nice city, but like, it's not, it's not one that like, when you hear Chicago, like, ye- like that, that's not, <laughs> I don't feel like that's going to draw you in. So I was like, I need something that's like more delicious or something than just Swift yeah. Chicago. You need to brag people with food. to get Yeah. Them. Yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, Pizza Kit was something that Tyler Hillsman, I think, was not. I'm like, Pizza Kit, I mean, I like pizza, but it's not pizza. So I was like, Deep Dish Swift. Like three days ago, that's what I <laughs> ate. Uh, I ate at Giordano's in Denver. And I was like, like it was it was amazing. And I'm like, Deep Dish Chicago. Yeah, like like it has a good sound to it. So like minutes later, I bought DeepDishSwift.com and I was like, I'm going to start a conference. And I had like, <laughs> like just ideas flying, but I'm like, uh, I need to talk to my wife if I'm going to start a conference. Cause that's like a big, it's, it's, it's a big financial thing. Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and a lot that like financial, uh, burden comes on to us while planning it. If things don't turn mm-hmm. out and like a lot had let. So I'm, she, I do like that you bought it a main before you decided to talk to your wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I already have like 15 domains. So like what's, what's, what's one more? Or if I buy, buy this one, I'll cancel a different one. So like, it's fine. It's, even it's so. fine. It was, a, yeah. I only, I only bought it for like two or three years. So it's okay. Uh, <laughs> so she was at work. I'm like, I can't, I can't plan it without talking to her. So I was like, she came home and I was like, I think I accidentally started a tech conference and she's eight <laughs> months pregnant too. And uh, she's like, cool, how can I help? And I was like, oh, this is, this is amazing. Like, she wanted to help. And like, we don't like work together really on, on stuff. Cause I mean, she's in, she works in architectural engineering. So like, she's an engineer still, but we don't really like overlap <laughs> at all. Um, but like, she wanted to help plan this. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. So like. I can split the work. The stuff that I don't find fun, she finds fun. So like <laughs> finding a location for it and talking to uh, AV and like all the food people and planning like all the hotel stuff like this, that has all been her. And I'm more of like the like speaker, sponsor, crazy ideas, marketing, social media kind of thing. So like we actually like split mm-hmm. everything here pretty well. So, and she just wanted to help. So uh, that definitely helped move things along um but then i was also like i can't ship a conference without a logo so uh <laughs> that was one of the first things um so i reached out to I matthew think that's it, like it really becomes real right yeah, like yeah. it really becomes real yeah. when you have the name and the logo it's like yeah I can yeah, see but it's the same happening. thing yeah. when you work on apps right when when you start a new xcode project that is fun but as long as you the still logo. have the placeholder icon it's not an app <laughs> You can polish it as much as you want until there is an actual app icon. It's not actually an app yet. It just brings so much inspiration to it. Otherwise, it's just yeah, it's just words like words. Eh. But you see like <laughs> something nice, visual, and like it. Yeah, it's it's good. So uh, I reached out to Matthew Skiles, who did an icon for me and icons for a bunch of other indie developers, and I was like, okay, are you up for a challenge? Because I have no <laughs> idea what I want. I was like. I need I need a logo for a conference that is pizza and like so like pizza Chicago Swift 
And that's all I gave him. I was, <laughs> I was so mean to him, just so mean. And like, he came back within like a few days and had this Swift logo that was very pizza looking, like drippy cheese. And I'm just like, that now, now I have to do the conference. Like, I can't let this go to waste. So like, there was just yeah, there there was so much inspiration from him creating that that just like drove everything else. So that's kind of how Deep Dish Swift got started. That is, That's awesome. that is super. <laughs> um, and considering that this is the first episode, we should probably also talk about when is it? Oh, yeah. yeah Where is important. it? What's the format yes. of it? <laughs> okay. So Deep Dish Swift is hosted in Chicago, not downtown Chicago, but a little bit outside of Chicago because cheaper, easier to get to, blah, blah, blah. But Chicago land, <laughs> as it's called. Um, it is this year, April 30th to May 2nd. So three days. April 30th, May 1st, May 2nd. Uh, what, when, oh, when, where, what? Oh, yeah, okay. And it is a <laughs> Swift developer conference, um, but with the caveat of the first day being very indie dev focused. So um, we have some amazing indie dev speakers. You two are in there, of course, <laughs> um, where the first day, the first days of Conferences are usually like workshop type of things, um, yeah, yeah. but I kind of wanted to I kind of wanted to try and change something up because like indie dev is really built into like me and that's the community I'm into, and there isn't really like an indie dev conference. I also had the idea to start an indie dev conference about a year or two ago, <laughs> but I'm like that doesn't sound big enough. I'm not so like tying, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, so like tying an indie dev conference start to a swift like developer tech conference kind of felt like a nice way of doing it because like the the indie indie dev swift community there is this nice overlap and they're they're kind of one and the same for the most part um so i was like we're gonna try like getting rid of the workshop part and doing more of like a nice indie dev track like kind of business focused uh like how do you go from nothing to being your own job kind of thing or how, how to do subscriptions or uh, all that kind of stuff. So like, um, the first, so it's, uh, it's the first half day. So like the first day is like check-in registration, probably some tech issues that I'm going to go through, but then, uh, <laughs> four speakers, yeah. um, just kind of like nice, nice introduction to deep dish. And then the next two days are more folk, like more full days focused on Swift and iOS. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that you even put on a schedule uh, for the first day that there you have, what is it, like a 15-minute time slot for potential technical issues? Tech issues. Yeah. No, no, not not potential technical issues for <laughs> technical issues. It's going to happen, and I'm just going to schedule it in there. I love that. Uh, and I, I really like the idea. I mean, I'm a bit biased, but I, I do really like the idea of having the, uh, having the indie dev track because I feel like it is something indie dev is not only for indie developers uh, to like. I think every everyone can get very can learn a lot from indie dev uh, talks, mm-hmm. and there's often a lot of sort of inspirational talks that comes oh, along sure, yeah. with the indie dev style. So I I think that's really cool, and I like that you put sort of a highlight on that um, to promote like to promote people doing their own things. That's awesome. Uh, it made it a little bit easier too to like uh, kind of choose the other set of like swift speakers because like i have any devs that i do like to hear but like trying to like get them to like just talk about swift or like talk about that during like the swift talks just kind of felt just kind of felt weird so i like 
getting indie devs their own day kind of i think made like this this nice focused focus split and kind of made the the swift speaker selection a little bit easier as well yeah yeah i mean we'll we'll also see what everyone's uh talks will be about but it's also i think it's a nice start right because it is probably going to be a little bit less hardcore technical talks it's probably going to be a little bit more more rounded so i think that's also yeah. a nice nice intro into the conference and and then kind of ramp up with the more technical ones after after you actually <laughs> arrive properly you slept through your <laughs> you know uh, some people probably have jet lag or something yeah do you know um the 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 farthest distance someone's traveled so a committed attendee or speakers do you know what the, the farthest someone's coming from is so far attendee would be australia malaysia or japan okay wow <laughs> I'm not, no, that's awesome. I think I'll I think I'll I think that'd be Australia would be the furthest. Eesh. Probably. I'm not quite sure. Such a leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it is it is crazy to think about that 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 there are attendees flying from like halfway across the world. It's just insane. And now I feel like I have to deliver pizza pun intended. Uh <laughs> but yeah, it's just insane. No, that's that's awesome. Um do you um what would you say in general that the, in terms of the demographic? Who do you think the uh, conference is for? Is it for people who are having all different type of uh, levels of experience, or um, like has the focus of the talks been on a certain like experience level when you choose the talks? Um, I don't really think I have like uh, like a specific demographic in mind. I really want it to be in as inclusive as it can be, so beginners feel feel like they can be involved advanced people um can still learn a whole bunch um so i just want i just want to make like a giant pizza party i guess for everyone (laughs) where everyone just wants to come come hang out learn mingle network uh um and just like a lot of people that like it it it, it kind of seems like a like our whole indie dev and swift circle is coming it seems like which which is so <laughs> crazy so i think there's gonna be like a lot of people that haven't seen each other in ever or years and this is where we're yeah. all gonna meet and uh so it's i haven't i haven't really thought about like too much of a certain demographic i just want people just to want to come i don't care who they are where they're from if they're mobile experts not mobile experts herbicide swift experts It'll be a place where we can all have fun, learn, hang out, talk, network, eat pizza, something. I think that sounds like a really good goal. <laughs> How did you decide to to do this completely in person? Um, because there are a lot of conferences that at the moment try to figure things out, right? And you were very much, let's go in person, find an actual space and, and all meet there. Yeah, so I love in-person conferences. I'm not good at really like, in, like the straight online ones were nice during the pandemic when like you couldn't really uh-huh. well sorry we're still in a pandemic um the full online ones were nice when the pandemic was like in its worst um but but like you don't get that nice like organic chats that happen because like you have to go like find people that 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 you know kind of on the full online ones online ones just, just didn't really have the feel i wanted to i wanted I want to do something real life and bring people to Chicago. 
Yeah, I love the chicken. I mean, it is hard to have a virtual pizza party. So, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, you can actually order deep dish that is made in Chicago to I think everywhere around the world. Uh, Tasteofchicago.com. They're not sponsoring, but I hope they do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that you noticed. Yeah, Uh, but uh, I mean, it's not the same, but. Uh, yeah. in-person events just have this, this, this nice, this nice feel about it that I <laughs> needed to make happen. Yeah. I totally agree. And, uh, I think I know the answer, but for this year, you're also not planning, um, any, any live streams, right? And most likely also not, no recording. So that... definitely no, yeah, definitely no live stream because I didn't need one more thing to figure out. I was trying to like MVP yeah, <laughs> this conference, uh, yeah. which is no live stream there are going to be technical issues i did not want to deal with technical issues i also wanted to enjoy the conference so just making it in person uh would help would help me enjoy it as well um the i'm not opposed to recording i know that there might be some speakers who don't want recorded because like talks might be like more personal um so like if i did record it'd be optional for the speaker but also I'm trying to also run this conference as lean as possible the first year because we have mm-hmm. no uh, financial backing from previous years because it's the first year. So uh, I want to make sure that we don't lose money. That's that's the most important goal or lose as minimal as possible. Um, so adding adding recording just, just kind of adds a whole other cost that uh, I didn't want to think about yet. If it looks like we're going to be profitable enough when we get closer, we may add it. But uh, just... but it's also it's actually a good sales tool. So if someone's listening to this, and you're probably listening to this because you're either going or in defense of going to to DJ <laughs> Swift, just assume there won't be any recording. Buy your ticket right now. <laughs> I like that. And yes. enjoy the conference <laughs> in person. Don't worry about recordings. If if you if you for some reason. Don't pay enough attention. Take the recordings as a refresher if they happen to come after you're, you're back home, not as a, as a replacement for the conference. Beautifully said. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, I did want to ask you about some of the sort of, uh, get a bit more behind the scenes uh, with, the, with the organization that you've gone through so far. Uh, I was curious if you have had anything with the conference that you thought was like, you thought it would be super trivial, like the easiest thing. And it ended up being way harder than you expected. Was there, has there been any, and also, anything like just, that? Just uh, behind the scenes for this recording, Malin was so excited to finally talk to you about organizing this conference. Malin is the most conference organizing nerd I've ever met. When when any conference we're going to, Malin's like, yeah, yeah, the talks are fine. But let me find an organizer and talk about how they managed to get food at the right time and how they get people into <laughs> the rooms and... and <laughs> What, what did they struggle with? <laughs> it's, even at WWDC, DC, Mon's like, all right, who could I talk to? <laughs> Not about frameworks. Yeah. They're fine. I like new frameworks. <laughs> but is there someone here I can talk about how they manage to get all those people into Apple Park and how they lock all the things off? Oh, and how do they I'm decide so which bathrooms that. we're allowed to use? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, okay. especially well, this year. So, I don't want to. I don't want to go out on uh, go like derail this. But this year, with like being in the <laughs> in the Apple Park, it was so special. And I'm very curious of the of what happened there. But I, I'm not gonna go too nerdy. I want to have a more higher was, level thing of like, I f- what was, what did you think was easy, and what did end up turning out to be really hard, and then vice versa. I feel like I need to pick your brain now so that I learn stuff <laughs> without making mistakes myself. <laughs> uh, um, 
but uh yeah so i actually have like a decent amount of list of things that i thought would be easy uh which would be hard which i mean generally probably the entire conference because i'm just like i'm just <laughs> gonna start a conference whatever uh so i think i think everything ended up being harder and more work than probably what i was planning on but i mean that's pretty much the case for everything i do um one of the one of the parts that was definitely hard uh didn't take a lot of time but like it was pretty stressful was picking the right date um because uh chicago isn't the most beautiful city every (laughs) month out of the year um so i was pretty limited to like uh which months people would enjoy coming here and it's definitely not winter and summer is just terribly hot and humid (laughs) you're really not selling chicago no, 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 I'm not. Uh, but we're getting to the point here. Uh, and like <laughs> summer, people are traveling, vacationing. They probably don't want to spend it inside in a conference. So I was like, okay, so I have spring and fall. Well, fall has a ton of Europe conferences. Like you have Swift Leads, iOS Dev UK, NS Spain, French Kit, uh, Do iOS. Uh, I'm, I think I'm forgetting some. So I'm like, okay, like fall is crazy. Like let's go for spring. Spring, I was like, okay, so... There's dub dub. I don't want, I don't want to be too close to dub dub. And then that's leaves like a month, which is like April to March. And I was like, okay, well, April, <laughs> you have a lot of holidays, like Easter, spring, spring break. So I'm like, okay, like end of April into May, give it a month before dub dub. Perfect. There's one weekend and it's April 30th. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> going to be cold. Like there's no winter weather in April. That's, that's mm. you safe. Okay. You've been to Chicago. So. Uh, you could actually, you could actually experience all four seasons and up to 10 inches of snow on April 30th. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know if the weather is going to be like this year. So, uh, definitely look at the weather before coming to Chicago. It, it actually may be 80 for those three days. It may be 30. Uh, it could, it could range from like 30 to 70 in a day. You'll be inside. So it's fine. Just bring a sweatshirt and jeans and that should cover you for most things. But like, yeah, so it was, the date wasn't hard because I was pretty much forced into it, in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, like, it, it definitely wasn't, it, I, I I didn't have a, didn't feel like I had a whole year to choose from, even though I probably did. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's also kind of nice uh, if people, I mean, I assume this is probably going to be the first time that for some people to come to Chicago. So if you mm-hmm. have the chance to experience all the seasons and you only have to be yeah, there for a week, that's, that's pretty sweet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was, it. I'm I'm nervous to see what the weather's like, but also like the nice thing is it really shouldn't be snow. So flying into Chicago or driving, it shouldn't be too dangerous for anyone. So uh, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to the day because it should actually be pretty decent weather if you're gonna go explore. Uh, which awesome. the location I... location was also one of the things that was easy. I thought but turned out to be hard uh, because I wanted a spot that was like close to traveling, but also like not not like too suburban feeling um but we're like a nice a nice venue where you could like walk to other things and like it's it's really hard because chicago's so spread out um having the location being like downtown chicago was way too expensive for the first year and it is (laughs) quite the travel from airport or it would take me an hour and 15 minutes to drive downtown like it's it's (laughs) kind of kind of far away um, so the location is actually close to the airport, 
Uh, it's close to a train that goes from the airport and also to downtown Chicago, and it's by three major freeways. So, like, traveling there is easy. It is close to an airport. It's not a, it's not a airport hotel. It is a nicer hotel, conference room in it. But trying to find, like, the perfect venue for, like, cost, uh, the size, and location was also a lot harder than what I thought it was going to be. I, I also tend to like conferences that are not directly in downtown, especially if you're not having, like, 10,000 people coming, right? Because <laughs> then all the adjacent restaurants, and you always meet people from the conference rather than it, you know, if you go to, to a big downtown with even a few hundred people you're still not going to run into every person you run into is, is an attendee. Yeah. So I kind of like yeah. having something Thanks. where where you're more That's going with people to different places and hang out. Yeah. Because realistically, I mean, Chicago is a nice add-on to the conference and seeing that, but you mm -hmm. you probably want to meet attendees and chat with other people that are working on interesting things or having interesting things to talk about. Yeah, it, it is nice if you get sort of this almost like a... Um, like a camp feel where it's like everyone who's around yeah. you is also there for the conference. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was one of the tougher points I think was yeah location. Yeah. And then the other way around, was there anything you thought would be really difficult that then ended up being really easy? Um, at least for this first year, getting the sponsors was actually, uh, I think a little bit easier than what I thought it was going to be. Um, hmm, before I announced great. anything, uh i i actually tried to get a feel from like sponsors for the event because i didn't want to like create it put it out there and like not be able to draw any sponsors to it because other it uh -huh. the sponsors are really who is making this uh event happen um they're the one because it turns out hosting a conference in the united states is crazy expensive uh and just like just using tickets alone would make it ter terribly tough um, and very, like, even, like, completely risky on my part. Um, so having a bunch of sponsors that actually want to be there and trusted me uh, is actually, like, super amazing. Um, so I thought it was going to be hard to kind of, like, sell the event, um, but it turned out that uh, a lot of sponsors that I reached out to were actually super excited to sponsor. So we have Revenue Cat is the super super yeah that's hard to say super super <laughs> keep this one in here super supreme sponsor <laughs> that was tough i'm gonna i'm gonna practice that before i actually like say this on stage super supreme sponsor um i didn't actually it, ask it's them always to be easier to write those things than it is they were it is your naming tiers were not podcast approved no no they're not yeah so there's super supreme supreme Two topping and single slice. Those are the tiers. Um, I love how you and continue if, with the pizza theme throughout the whole thing. It's awesome. And the sponsor sheet actually looked like a like a pizza menu. So like it had like 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 the fold in the middle and like menu style things into it. So like everything was on brand. Um, but That's awesome. yeah, so they're the super supreme sponsor. Um, I didn't actually ask them to be. I was like, hey, I'm going to start a conference. Is that okay with you guys? Like, I didn't actually expect them to, like, hop on a sponsor. And they're like, we want the top sponsor spot. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't even have that yet. <laughs> but, yeah, you can have it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got uh, uh, Supreme Sponsors, Code Magic, One Signal, Runway, uh, 
Century and Emerge tools. Um, they'll all be at booths at the event. So everybody who uh, is there, make sure to go talk to all of them because they're amazing. Um, and then uh, for the two-topping, we have Stream and Single Slice is Michigan Software Labs and also Happy Scale, which Happy Scale is in Indie App, which is super awesome that they're sponsoring. Um, that is super but, like, cool. Reaching out to the sponsors, yeah, everybody was super excited about it, which uh, uh, I, which makes me super excited about. Uh, but the cool thing is, like, I actually have like uh, background with most of them, uh, which is kind of like how I found them because I was like, I want sponsors that like I'm familiar, I'm familiar with, um, that I know, trust, uh, and that like I want attendees to be able to like use, see, experience. Um, so like, I'm super excited for the set of, 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 of sponsors we have. They're pretty much all developer tools. Um, and, uh, the event would totally not be what it is without them. Um, so like I did, I thought it'd be a a lot harder to get the sponsors. The hardest part I think is actually like organizing and and communicating with them because, uh, uh, I'm really bad at email. Uh, so apology to all my sponsors i think i owe three or (laughs) three or four of them emails right now um but they are amazing so that was a little bit easier of a process to at least start than what i thought um but then i think keeping the hype like of the event was also a little bit easier than i thought because like i wanted to announce i I think i announced it really early for a conference but i wanted to announce it it before the end of the year um because one i couldn't keep it in any longer um and i like to plan ahead uh but i also wanted people to like be able to use their uh like their budgets at work for for the ticket purchases if they could um so being able to use them before 2022 was over for a 2023 event actually worked out pretty well um but like announcing in october and like keeping the hype going through november and december uh up until april i think I was like, I don't actually have a plan. I have no marketing idea. Um, but somehow, like, <laughs> I just kept being able to talk about Deep Dish, what I was doing, uh, pizza puns or something. Um, <laughs> so, like, that 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 was nice. But one of the easy things that actually ended up being hard, which, uh, going back on that topic, uh, was Twitter, uh, all, all the Twitter drama. Oh, yeah. And then layoffs yeah, at, like, <laughs> Facebook, Google... Amazon, like all those, like I was pretty stressed during, I think probably for a whole month during all that, because like all of my marketing and community experience has been like directly through Twitter and like Twitter, just like essentially going downhill, dying, maybe losing all that community. I'm like, this is, this is tough. Like, I don't know how I'm going to like keep building, uh, hype about it, communicate to everyone in the community um so like there was a lot of stress uh Uh during like that first that first month things seem to have like picked back up because mastodon is amazing there's a bunch more community out there i can actually reach out to more people because and we're also recording this on the day that ivory was released oh that's awesome what a good day (laughs) ivory's amazing by the way yeah right. it is such a good experience (laughs) i started to make my own client as as one does and I'm as soon surprised. as I got Ivory, I uh, 
I ditched my own client, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Ivory's good. But yeah, that was one of the things that I thought was going to be easy, but it being hard was like dealing with all of like, I don't, I lost, I feel like I'm losing my whole marketing channel and developers are getting laid off and like, are they going to be able to come to the event still if they don't have jobs? Like it was, it was, it was very, very weird feels for a while. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. Have you reached out? Have you tried to reach through other sort of marketing channels now, like on through newsletters and those type of things? Uh, so uh, Twitter and Mastodon, I think, are the ones where I probably talk about things the most. Um, I did end up dropping into quite a few Slacks. So the iOS folks uh-huh. Slack. Um, I dropped into uh, the Cocoa Head Slack, uh, which there's a Chicago Cocoa Heads. Uh, so uh, I was talking uh-huh. about uh, in there, I should probably mention more things in there because uh, there's there's actually quite a few iOS developers in Chicago. Um, so hoping to see a bunch of them there. Um, and I also dropped into Net Newswire because I think they were talking about it or something, which is very uh-huh. weird place to drop into. <laughs> um, but Slacks, um, uh, Paul Hudson mentioned it in his newsletter, which I think uh-huh. sold a whole bunch of things. That's great. That's and, awesome. And uh indie dev monday also has deep dish sponsoring for the past few months because i've been too lazy to go find sponsors for that so i was like well i might as well just sponsor myself so that's fine that's cool i i also see we're not doing super well our goal of 30 minutes uh i mean who are we kidding yeah i saw i could look at the clock at 8 35 and i was like i'm not going to say anything (laughs) okay we're just gonna keep this I going. Do think, yeah, I do. Do you think we should get to get to sort of our last uh, segments? And when I say segment, it's not gonna be. It's not intended to be a long thing. Segment makes it sound like we're gonna talk for another half an hour. But let's try to keep this snappy. Uh, we want to do something fun in each episode with everyone we talk to, and that Ooh. is two truths and a lie. Um, uh, so basically, we want you to tell us three things. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. And then uh, we and will... And there's a twist the... to that. We're not yes. going to reveal what, what, which is which on this podcast. So you, you have to come to the conference and talk to Josh to actually find out which one which one might be true and which one oh. might be a lie. I read most of the outline you sent me. I did not read this part. So I am... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Give me... That's okay. We can give you a couple of minutes. Two truths and a lie. Truths and a lie. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I like that. It's the one thing that's bold. <laughs> was it? Was it actually bold? Yeah, it was bold. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> two truths and a lie. It doesn't have to go in that order, right? I should probably mix up. I should probably. Y- yeah, I think that makes it e- <laughs> it's too easy to <laughs> yeah, guess which is which. Yes, otherwise, just... all right. My first uh, programming language I learned was Java. I can do a backflip. I can speak Japanese. Ooh. Ooh. I, I can't believe uh, all of those. That's a good one. I don't... I, I am now looking forward to someone walking up to you at Deep Dish and starting to speak Japanese. That will be a really yeah, easy or way of figuring you to out. Do, uh, or inviting you for a battle in backflips. Like a backflip Or to do Java. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared for all. All right. That's All right. Awesome. With that, um, do you want to give a final pitch for um, Deep Dish and why people should attend? 
Uh, yes, pitches. I'm great at these. Uh, people should attend Deep Dish Swift because we are actually going to have pins that uh, uh, match an answer to one of the attendee ticket questions um, that are going to be highly collectible and somewhat unique. So uh, they could be worth lots of money one day. Is that the pitch? <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, it's going to be an amazing event with currently about 150 attendees uh, with 95 days to go. So there's going to be a bunch of people there from all over the world, country, uh, different, uh, uh, just very like broad event. Um, lots of networking, learning. Um, there's going to be a deep, there's a deep dish pizza place right next door if you want to go eat, eat deep dish, uh, which a lot of people haven't. So, I mean, that's a fun thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be just one awesome good time in 2023. So, uh, come hang out with me. Oh, uh, <laughs> I actually have a goal of talking to every attendee that is there. I'm hoping to talk to every single person. Maybe not for forever, as long as this podcast, because <laughs> there's not enough time for that. Um, and yeah, for people who still haven't gotten their tickets, um, you can go to deepdishswift.com to register. Uh, and we what's also the best put in all the links to, into show notes, everything that Josh mentioned, all the sponsors, where to get yeah. tickets, where to follow on Twitter and Mastodon, and where to find Josh in, on all the platforms. We have all of them in show notes. Love it. And thank Love you it. so much, Josh, for organizing an awesome conference. I am super excited. Um, and thank you for being on the podcast. Um, thank you guys for yeah. starting an entire new podcast series for this conference. Like that's that's amazing. That's not <laughs> that's not a thing that I thought would have happened. But I mean, I couldn't turn it down because <laughs> uh, I could chat with you guys for literally forever. I'm going to keep this show going for about another hour if you don't stop me. But uh, I'm super excited for you guys to hear or to talk to all the speakers. Which I don't think I even mentioned who the speakers all are which I feel like is actually like a big part of Deep Dish is uh, <laughs> we have an amazing set of speakers. I'm going to keep going. I have like another minute or two, right? Right? Do I have yeah. time? Yeah, yeah you have a, okay. another couple of minutes. Well, okay, because I didn't actually mention who's all speaking. I think that is really important because I handpicked a lot of speakers. Um, a lot of speakers actually are like people who I, who... Uh, inspired me as I was starting off my career who inspire me now um, and who are like inspiring because they're like just starting their iOS career. Uh, so for the indie dev track, uh, Curtis Herbert from Slopes, uh, who won in Apple Design Award last year, uh, is speaking. So that should be exciting. Uh, both of you are speaking and somehow in the same talk, with something that I have no idea what you two are doing, but I trust you 100%, and I'm super excited for it. Um, Emmanuel Krofsver from Card Pointers. I can never say his last name. Um, he's going to be giving an awesome talk about going from uh, uh, like app idea to being your own boss, uh, which should be exciting. And then Ariel McKay. I'm so bad at last names. Ariel from App Figures, as he's known. Uh, it's going to be giving a talk on indie de dev ASO, uh, App Store Optimization. Optimization. Yeah. I'm not an expert at it, uh -huh. so I'm really looking forward to his talk. 
Uh, so the <laughs> new speakers are are going to be amazing. Uh, keynote speaker is Peter Steinberger from PS PDF Kit. Uh, he's been taking a break and out of the scene for a bit, um, but somehow got him as keynote speaker. Did not think that was going to happen, uh, but pretty excited to have him there. Um, and then for the main track, we have a bunch of people, so I'm going to rapid fire. Uh, ben Sherman from NS Screencast. Um, I guess, side note, I'm going to talk about him some more. He was the one who actually got me into speaking at conferences. Uh, I saw him here back in Chicago in 2019. Uh, and I saw him speak and I was like, the way he did it, the way he talked, I was like, I want to do that. So I had to bring him <laughs> back. Like he was the first person who I asked because like he, he, he got me into this whole, this whole scene. Um, That's really cool. We have, That's awesome. Uh, Tunde, who's a YouTuber, Ellen Shapiro, who has given a lot of talks, Daniela Verzan, Verzan? I should not say last names, uh, <laughs> uh, Michaela Karen, Mark uh, Apont, who is part of the Swift Core team, Ben Prusi, who uh, not many people know, he's a high school student right now, he's spoken at 360i Dev twice, and also keynoted Do iOS in Amsterdam, amazing kid, going places, love him. Uh, he's only going to be there for a few days because he has to take, I think, his ACTs or something the next day. So uh, I'm still away from that. Uh, huge commitment. Uh, via Fairchild. Um, and then uh, Paul Hudson. Uh, so we have an amazing, diverse speaker set. Indie devs, experienced, new, young. Uh, that's probably the pitch there, actually, is the pitch should have been the speakers because they're the ones who are the, the speakers and the sponsors are the ones who like are really the core of the event. So, uh, come, come because the sponsors help put it on and, uh, stay for the speaker's <laughs> awesome talks. Oh, and there might also be an after party. And uh, now we're also that. at the third round of, of pitches. There's also other fun events that I'm looking forward to. Charlie's going to record a oh, shoot. launch Charlie's gonna kill me with Jacob. I totally forgot about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I think that will be super fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I want something fun, different. I know everybody loves the live podcast recordings at Dub Dub. Uh, so I was like, why not try one here? And Charlie loves to talk. And he's been like pitching that idea kind of with him doing that. And I was like, cool. I like I'm I actually have a spot for you. Do you want to do it? And he's like, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And uh I may have convinced him. I don't know if he actually wanted to do it, but I think he wanted to, which didn't didn't really want to, but he <laughs> wanted to. So he's oh. doing it now. And I'm excited for I'm it. I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think that will be fun. Um, yeah, no, that, uh, th that is the third round of pitch, and it's us as good as the other one. So thank you, uh, and thank <laughs> you for reminding to if we should talk about uh, that we should mention all the speakers. And if yes. you want to, uh, for everyone who wants to hear more about the speakers, we are going to talk to talk to the speakers on the following episodes of the podcast as well. Um, next up is Curtis Herbert, uh, who Josh mentioned is the Design Award winner of the App Slopes. So I'm really excited, really looking forward to talking to everyone and to seeing everyone at the conference. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. I can't wait. It's going to be here before we know it. So I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, we should we should probably end this before I start talking about something else. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna stop talking. You guys do your end thing. Awesome. Uh, thanks okay. again, Josh, for joining us today. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we will also do a 
post-conference um, episode with you, just wrapping things up, seeing if the easy things actually ended up being easy, <laughs> or uh, <laughs> and we keep track of how on schedule you are you are with all your tech problems. <laughs> but I think that will be fun to wrap that up um, afterwards and seeing you know what what how how that experience actually went and and I think that will be an interesting wrap up. In between that, we'll have all the other episodes coming up. We'll have a very busy schedule uh, <laughs> to to talk to the speakers in the next few weeks. We're trying to release episodes two times a week. We're aiming for Monday and Friday schedule. We're not. Uh, there, there might be some slight shifts depending on on recording availability and those kind of things. But we're aiming for Monday and Friday. With that, thanks again, Josh. Thanks everyone for listening. And see you all at the next episode of Slices. See ya. Thanks, everyone. Man, I did the same thing. I I, I tried to wrap it up and I just kept going. (laughs) I know, I know. And I already tried to wrap it up before, but it didn't go well. And then I unwrapped it. (laughs) (laughs) We got there in the end, Will. I should just just not be on podcasts. I'm not really good at time limits. I'm not good at it. I can't do it. Well, it's good that we're so we're we're keeping it tight. We were under an hour though. <laughs> uh, we should have we should have like an automatic shortcut on our Macs. So, so like there's music starting to play <laughs> us off. Play us off. Yeah. I think we need something like that. <laughs> <laughs>